Hi, I'm Chelsea Pottinger and welcome to EQ Minds, Recharge Your Mental Health. And today we have a very special guest, Michelle Chevley Hedge. I'm so thrilled to be sitting here with Michelle Chevley Hedge, who not only is becoming one of my closest girlfriends, but she's also an expert in nutrition. And I always love to understand, you know, what draws people into their new passion and their new purpose. Oh, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for having me on. Um, There's so many things that drew me to nutrition. Firstly, I always thought I would be a GP and I wouldn't say that that's never going to happen. I think that could possibly happen in my future. Um, But also, I have a mad love of food. So I come from a very big Italian background. We call my mother's family the Chicarello Mafia. (laughs) So everything in my life revolved around food and nourishment. And after I left my career at Microsoft, I actually started to begin looking at medical school and medical courses. And I happened to take a nutritional medicine class as my very first class. And I sat there and it was an epiphany. It was that exact spot that I was meant to be in. My mad love of health, wellness, and medicine and research combined with my love of food and how to use that to create true well-being. So it was mm. like, boom, that was my epiphany. And I felt, oh, I'm just going to go with this. That's really nice. I think that's why we became friends. I think we bonded over maybe some food <laughs> and probably a glass of wine. Um, yes. Speaking of wine, what do you see are the biggest mistakes that healthy people make? Definitely, for sure, what I see is one of the biggest mistakes is people restricting themselves. So being a health being a nutritional medicine practitioner now for 15 years, and my most recent book called Eat, Drink, and Still Shrink, A Joyful Guide for Living, I really, really feel very strongly about people putting themselves into restriction. Because once people put themselves into restriction and deprivation, they you will find sometimes that they might achieve some type of results let's say if it was for weight loss they might lose three kilos and then they come out of that they haven't learned how to feed themselves they've been in a difficult space of restriction counting the number of eggs or celery sticks that they're eating and then they bounce out they've never learned to feed themselves and then they gain more weight so there's this constant yo-yoing diet and I really believe that is um, plays a big impact not only on your physical health but your mental health so I'm a firm believer in opening that up a little bit there is a time and a place Chelsea for people to be perhaps gluten-free or to perhaps use intermittent fasting or to perhaps um, go no sugar. There's a time and a place for those things. And each of us are bio-individual, right? Mm -hmm. But for the most part, for the average person here in Australia and America and in Western cultures, eating real whole foods is really just the answer. Mm -hmm. Get rid of packaged and processed Add a little bit of coffee and wine, boom, we got it going. We like that. I, I know like you that. like that. I definitely like that. And it's so true. People get so restricted and people will come up and say to me, Chelsea, I have, I get up in the morning, I do, you know, half a liter of clean water with lemon in it. I then do my gratitude practice. I then meditate for 20 minutes. I then go exercise. I pat the dog 15 times. I then stop off and I, and I think, and they're like, 
for some reason I don't feel well or happy and I'm like just be kinder to yourself mm. and have some flex and fluid you know some fluidness around your schedule I think it's great to be healthy and aspire to be that way but I think you're right we've got to have a balance we kind of want to enjoy our life. Mm-hmm. I think about the end of my life, not all the time, but I think about <laughs> how do I want to mm-hmm. live, the legacy I want to leave behind, and I kind of want to be skidding into my coffin with maybe a glass of Bollinger in one hand, cheersing you on the way in going, absolutely. <laughs> what a great ride that was. Same, absolutely. That makes me have, um, you know, as, a, as an American, we would say goose pimples or chicken skin, but absolutely. And Chelsea, we all know people and we all know that life is very, very short and can turn on a dime. So why not be being the best version of ourselves and not in a space of deprivation, but more think about it as a space of nourishment. Mm. I always talk about crowding in so much good that you forget about the junk of the past. When you're eating really well, delicious, tasty foods, you're not then, and you're eating those a couple times a day and keeping your blood sugar balanced, you're not dipping and then grabbing for the, or bouncing into the vending machine hoping a chocolate falls out, right? <laughs> so you, if you're keeping your blood sugar relatively stable. And I think what one thing that is an important part of messaging and everything that we do at A Healthy View is so that people can start to see food and nourishment as a tool that has a knock-on effect to everything. If we're well-fed, we're often sleep well. Mm -hmm. If we sleep well, we often have the ability to exercise the next day. Mm -hmm. So one thing always leads to the other in this wellness trifecta, or what I would call a wellness trifecta, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. But also, when you are well-nourished, well-slept, and well-exercised, you have vitality, energy, the ability to creative thinking, strategic thinking. You have the ability to connect with your colleagues. You have the ability to connect with your family mm-hmm. at the end of a busy day. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true well-being? A hundred percent. It's all about this energy, mm-hmm. renewal energy, and, and having longevity. I can feel your energy coming across at me right now, which is just <laughs> amazing. Oh, no. so, I, so speaking of you know this nourishment, this balance, we spoke about coffee, um, having good sleep. Talk to me about first up in the morning for breakfast. Mm. Now, we've been friends for a couple of years. You know that I'm into intermittent fasting, mm. but I do eat breakfast on other mornings. Mm. So I only do that a few mornings a week. What What's on your plate for breakfast? Mm. Well, first, I need to disclose something with you, Chelsea. I don't know if you know that at least once a week, I do intermittent fasting, but I do it in the evening. I did not know that. Yeah, yes. And always, in all my books... I share the use of intermittent fasting Mm. and for people to try it. Mm. So let's just go back to your question for a second about um, breakfast. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, no snacks. It is very Mm bio-individual. It depends on the person's metabolic rate. It depends on their energy levels. It depends on what's happening for them that day, Mm -hmm. right? Some people cannot function, Chelsea, if they haven't had breakfast. So if they're going, so I'll give you a perfect example of this. I won't name his name, but he's a very well-known CEO. When I started to do corporate wellness with his corporation, he started to do some personal consultations with us. 
And he said, Michelle, I'm already fit and healthy. I'll just do it because I want to see what everybody else is, is going to do. Well, three months later, he said, Michelle, I didn't even realize that it was functioning at maybe 80% mm. of my potential. He said, now, <laughs> look at me. And, and I said, that's fant fantastic, Bob. That's wonderful. But, oh, and this is what he said. What I realized most is that I will never enter a board meeting or an important meeting again without giving myself some form of carbohydrate because mm. it really makes me think better and have better energy levels. And that to me went, boom, mm -hmm. that's the key. You've connected your own dots. And for you, Chelsea, mm -hmm. you've connected your dots that intermittent mm. fasting works really well for you in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I say this to everybody. I. I say to people, if the vegan diet works for you, then make the vegan diet your lifestyle. Absolutely. Fabulous. Beware the pitfalls, mm. beware of the nutritional deficiencies, but boom, own mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Don't apologize for it. Mm -hmm. If that makes you your best self, then do it. I don't care what dietitian, what nutritionist, what oncologist tells you, start piecing those dots together for yourself. How Are you sleeping well? Are you connecting well? What's your vitality like? I want people to start shifting well-being and take the number off the scale and start to think about the different measurements of well-being. What's your energy like? What's your connection like? Because the weight on the scale is a measurement of gravity. It does not measure your good heart. Mmm, I love that. Isn't that right? So true. It's so true. And I've just spent a month away skiing and I've come back the same weight. Oh, I and I love thought that. I'd shred. Yes. You know, I thought I'd lose a couple yes. of kilos on right. the scale. Oh, right. And I feel like I look fitter, mm -hmm. but there's no weight loss. Yeah. It must be muscle. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But however, now I've had something opposite happen. So I've actually gained a couple of kilos. I always have the propensity for my weight to fluctuate anyway. But I had an interesting thing happen after I had a couple gained a couple of kilos. I came home and I was walking up the hill to Pilates and I looked down at my tummy and I was like, oh I got a little bit of a muffin top there. Now the old me would have beaten myself up. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, oh, I should have wore a different top to Pilates. Oh, I should, maybe I shouldn't go out to dinner Friday night. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I didn't. I just went, I trusted the process of, you know what? Three days back into eating well, sleeping well, I'll be back there. And I was so proud of myself because the yeah. old me would have beat myself up, beat myself up. In my current book, I talk about these micro habits, mm. right? And one of the micro habits is hashtag no guilt. I love that. Right? Stop beating ourselves up. Trust the mm. fact that our bodies like to come back to a place of well-being mm -hmm. and that and, and it doesn't take deprivation it's just about giving it some time giving it some love giving it some kindness you know as you know give it some gratitude and it will come back there when we come back we're going to talk more to michelle about other hacks that can help people eat drink and still shrink hashtag no guilt also we discuss hydration green tea chili and give you some really great snacks for busy professionals on the go. If you're enjoying EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel so you'll always know when there's a new episode that we launch. 
When you subscribe, we're also going to gift you 75% off our online programs and you'll discover exactly what I teach my clients to improve their brain health, sleep, productivity, and high performance in half the time. Simply go to eqminds.com forward slash podcast. And if you're feeling in a good mood, please feel free to give us a five-star rating and review so others can also find us and that we may impact and have a beautiful social ripple on other people's mental health.